Today we're sponsored by Avocados by Mexico. <laughs> Yo, that's staying in. That's definitely staying in. Yo, what up, what up? It's your host, DJ Crooks, and you're now listening to Southern Vibes, doing it for the culture. And welcome to our first official host chat. I'm here with the homie, DJ Ian Tune. What up? What up, man? This feels real natural for once, you know? It really doesn't. It doesn't feel like we have to interview somebody or there's like a lot of pressure on me. A lot, a lot on me because... I don't know what you do exactly, so... Wow. Hey, I just let you take over the shit, and I take over the slack, you know? <laughs> Yo, Kirby was like, wait, you're a DJ? <laughs> Yo, big shout-out to Kirby Promo for, for showing up last week. Um, so this is our first official host chat. We're just going to talk about what's going on in our lives, uh, the gigs in particular. Today is January 2nd, 2020. It's the year of the MD 2020. We're not drinking that, though. We got this on video. Check that out on YouTube, by the way. Uh, but nonetheless, we're going to talk New Year's gigs. How was, how was your gig for New Year's? What did you do? Um, I was kind of nervous. I had a, um, a sober New Year's Eve gig. I've never been sober on New Year's Eve, dude. Sober? Yeah, sober. No liquor. Was it lit or no? It was very lit, surprisingly. And was it for, like, re- like? It was like addicts, recovering alcoholics and people who just don't like to drink, but they turn up. But those people turn up like alcoholics. Bro, somebody brought alcohol. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you're in a room full of like potential liquid crackheads <laughs> and nobody spiked a punch? I mean, there was no punch to be spiked, but they were some heavy-ass cigarette smokers. I give them that, though. <laughs> but no, for sure, it was definitely uh, something that was lit. New Year's Eve is always a great gig. Man, what about you, though? I had a wedding. Wow. On New Year's Eve. It was lit. <laughs> no, it was definitely my first time doing a wedding on New Year's. Most of the parties that I do on New Year's are either like private events, corporate events, uh, at a hotel kind of deal. This was at a brand new venue out in uh, Montgomery, Texas. So I was actually the first DJ or entertainment service to actually be there. It was the first event there. So. Oh, man. You got to get that plug. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of pressure on that. Yeah, I was definitely in there, but. Sure. It was cool. Uh, it went good. It went better than I thought. I was like, man, it's a wedding on New Year's. It's kind of up in the air, but it was actually lit. So That's what's up, because everybody's out there to have fun. And I know you, y'all you stayed after the ball dropping everything? Uh, I played till 1230. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I noticed on New Year's Eve, though, it's like most people, like after the ball drop, the crowd kind of dies off. No, they wanted the party, and I had to be that guy like, yo, we got to get out. Because, like... <laughs> The people at this specific venue, they want everybody out by one. Yeah. So I was like, all right, at 12, 15, I'm going to call it. I'm going to try to shut everything down and then go from there. You know, of course, Mexicans, it took them forever to go outside. I should have yelled out like, yo, ice, 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 or like uh, La Migra. Shit. Like everybody would have ran out, but <laughs> no, it, it didn't work. Wow, bro. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I, I was just like, yo, like everybody get out. Like, <laughs> but not like that. It's kind of fucked up. I was just like, hey, guys, just so you know, we're running a little bit behind. You know, the vendors got to go home. You know, it is New Year's. We want to get back home to safe to our families. If you don't mind just meeting us outside, that way we can send off our lovely bride and groom. That'd be great. Yeah. You know, turn on the lights off. Turn the music off, of course. Yeah. Uh, but it took a minute. But nonetheless, got out. I was out maybe by 1.30. There's a special place in hell for, for venue owners or, or managers at venues that just turn off the lights on vendors. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> Like, I was only 30 minutes late, and they were just like, yo, we don't care. That's messed up. And I only had, like, three stuff to put up. But whatever. Nonetheless, it was lit. It was fun. I would do it again. Um, but that was about it. How about you? What time did you play? Um, I was all over. I was at this venue. It's called The Story. So it was, like, really a church. But it was, like, for the first time in a while, I didn't have to bring, like, lighting and stuff like that. I actually had a lighting coordinator who actually had, like, a big projector set up and everything for the ball drop. So it was cool to see, like, a big projection. I actually had to do a uh, confetti pop at 12 o'clock, too. So that was pretty dope with everything. Damn, I didn't have that. <laughs> so what yeah. song did you play for the, for the drop? For the drop, dude, my stuff was... I'm not even going to lie. I was just... I dropped fucking Billy Eilish on that one. Who the uh, fuck is Billy Eilish? Bad guy? Billy Eilish. Hey. That's all I say, Billy. <laughs> <Elish. said> Elish. <laughs> Billy Relish. It was so much going in the twelve. It's like, cause being a DJ, you just playing your stuff, and then it's just like, oh, it's eleven fifty nine. But how many seconds is it till actual twelve o'clock? So it's kind of like that frantic moment. It's just like trying to sync up with the coordinator and trying to get everything right. That's for the on countdown. you, bro. 
Man, I my, my phone don't have seconds on it, dude. <laughs> nah, I looked up my phone and then I Google opened up a thing on Google like New Year's Eve, like time, and then right at like eleven fifty, like I think it was like eleven fifty eight. I put a reminder on my phone too. Yeah. And I looked on there right when it hit one. Made sure my uh, what do you call it? My tempo range was at zero. Yeah. Just cause like, I'm not gonna lie. Like way a long time ago, like my first New Year's party ever. I was maybe like one second off. Wow. The tempo was up by like two. <laughs> and when I dropped my edit, it was like, it kind of went fast. So. Oh, man. It, was, it wasn't that bad. Like, nobody noticed. But yeah. at this time, I was like, yo, putting it on zero. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's the way to get it straight, though. But um, it was definitely a nice set off to 2020 with everything. Uh, you got any big things coming up this year? I for sure do. But before we get into that, I did drop a song on New Year's. Oh wow! I kind of regret it because it, it worked, but it didn't. What, what kind? What kind of song was that? Sicko mode. Oh wow! So there was a heavy hip hop crowd, yeah. which is weird. Well, not weird, but like, all right. So they told me they're like, "Yo, we want you to play." You know, there's gonna be white people, there's gonna be Hispanics. Yeah. We want country hip hop, and uh, like Hispanic music, like Tejano, cumbias. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. So I talked to them because it's a wedding. Obviously, you're gonna be like, "Hey, what song do y'all want to do the drop?" We don't care. Whatever you want. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? Because I, I, I'm going to pick like some Travis Scott or whatever I think is going to work. And my choices for me that I thought were going to be really good songs was uh, Lizzo, Good as Hell. Mm-hmm. Or Lizzo, uh, what's the other joint? That's Truth Hurts. Yeah. Because that one, it's a big female anthem. And then um, Sicko Mode. Yeah. And then I should have I did No Bias Sanders, honestly. Oh, it's fucked up club. Yeah, but it worked. I give it like an eight out of ten, cause they like reacted to everything else so good. Yeah. But that it kind of like it worked for that. I want to say like sixty percent of the crowd, and that other forty percent was just like, oh okay. Like, yeah, and it's honestly you can't please everybody in a situation like that yeah. too. Did you play any EDM at all? I did. Oh okay. I know a lot of people like my crowd was like looking for, oh as long as you do a build up, and blah blah blah. I think it'll be pretty dope. And I think a lot of people just look for that kind of build up moment and then that drop at the end or whatever so it definitely worked but sickle mode got transitions and stuff in it too yeah i did a lot of mic work and i was like yo guys like you know if you're from houston throw your h's up like yeah y'all probably heard of this artist called travis scott make some noise if you like travis scott and then and then it, and it dropped and it just it didn't hit as hard as like it, was that it wasn't the peak of the night is what i'm getting at yeah I mean, it should have sure. yeah for sure and i don't i don't know if that was more because of the selection of the song or maybe like I don't know. Because I'm trying to think of the the biggest record I dropped that night. The biggest record I dropped was Mo City Dong. Oh, really? Everybody went like went bananas. That's great that you actually had that reaction. That's a, definitely a home city crowd then. That and um, Boys in the Hood. What? Yeah, I dropped that at a wedding. <laughs> you had a whole bunch of thugs in there, huh? <laughs> I really did. Some dude was like, yo, can you play this song? Like, I was like, bro, I'm not going to play your mixtape. Like, I was just kidding. And he was just like, oh, shit, it really is my mixtape. <laughs> it was dope. It was a good song. I think he was maybe, like, two, three years late. Oh, wow. Because it, it's, it's really similar to that song, Skirt. Oh, for real? Uh, skirt, skirt, skirt. Actually, the name of his song is Skirt. <laughs> but it was, like, different. It was like, skirt, skirt. It was, like, a little bit longer, but. Bruh. Yeah. How did, how did he handle that? <laughs> Bruh, they were bugging me all night for it, and I was just like, I was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll play it. But I was honestly gonna wait till the crowd dies down until yeah. like, if I lose the crowd, I'm gonna go back to that because I know it's yeah. gonna bring everybody back. Exactly. And then I kept the crowd there the whole time. Yeah, so you're not gonna lose your crowd. Nah, I honestly did when I played it, but whatever. <laughs> everybody was like, no, Bro, Johnny, nobody wanna hear your shit. <laughs> Dude, how do you know his name is Johnny? <laughs> I swear his name was Johnny. Really? Yes. Only motherfucker named Johnny gonna be pushing this mixtape to the wedding, dude. <laughs> yeah, his, that's funny. His name was Johnny. Uh, but I was like, you know what, man? I was like, like when I played it, he lost his stuff. And I was like, yo, man, this is your moment. And I gave him the mic. And I let him rap it. What? Yeah. I mean, it's New Year's, bro. It's just once it, in a while. It could have hit like, the wrong way if the bride and groom weren't like, cool, but they were like, totally cool with it. Yeah. They were like, yo, that was really cool. Thank you for doing that. Like, it must be a close relative of a man. I think it was his brother or something. That's the only reason. <laughs> for sure. That's crazy, though. But I'm glad, you know, had a nice little situation on New Year's. Have you ever had any, like, New Year's horror stories? New Year's? Yeah. Oh, I hate <laughs> you. I know where you're getting at. <laughs> I know exactly what you're getting at. So I was DJing at a, 
damn it, I don't remember the name of the hotel. It's a really popular hotel in downtown. It's really, uh, it's an older one, but they, like, re-updated. I think it's on, it's not on Main Street. Zaza? No, it's not Zaza. It's on Main Street. I want to say... I want to say it's Marriott. Maybe, I don't know. It's one of those fancy old hotels that are kind of antique-ish luxury kind of deal. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this company, they hit me up, and uh, they're actually, like, a, a dating kind of company. So, essentially, what they do is uh, they... Uh, it's a subscription model for single people. Uh, and then you pay into this club monthly, and you get to go out to events and hang out with other single people that, are, that like to do stuff. You probably heard their ads on the radio. I'm not going to name drop them, but they're very popular here in Houston and all over the U.S. Uh, so nonetheless, they hit me up. I forgot what medium they found me. I want to say it was like Facebook or something. Uh, I'm like, all right, cool. This is my rate. They paid me handsomely. Uh, they told me they usually book out-of-town DJs, and I'm like, okay, cool, like, so I'm like, damn, I should have charged them more. Yeah. <laughs> but nonetheless, they pay me well. Uh, I get to the hotel. Uh, by the way, if you're a DJ and if you never DJ at a hotel, always charge more because hotels suck. <laughs> like, you got to, like, park in the middle of the street in downtown. There's so much chaos going on. Like, then the ed- elevator always sucks. So always charge at least another two, 300 bucks just just because you're going to anticipate more time just setting up than your regular venue or bar or club. It's just a pain in the ass. Anyways, set up, do everything, everything's good. Uh, start DJing. Uh, right off the bat, these people like are, are jamming. Top 40 EDM kind of stuff. And um, towards the end of the night, I start playing more Latin music, and this lady comes up to me, and she's like, hey, uh, can you can you play some merengue? And I'm like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Like, like what kind? Like, do you want the real merengue or, like, the top 40? And she's like, oh, like, top 40. Like, I'm not that, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not that into it. So I'm like, all right, cool, I'm going to drop... Uh, suavemente or whatever like give me give me a second she's like all right cool comes back again i'm killing it this was maybe like two minutes later so she's like hey like when are you gonna play merengue i'm like hey give me a second like this is kind of working for the crowd right now i'll get to that in a bit so then sure enough i play merengue everybody starts dancing uh the guy who hired me comes and he's like yo man this is dope um can you play this calvin Harris song it's like my favorite song mm-hmm. so i'm like you Why know, not? Like, I'm going to play it. This guy is paying me. Like, I'm yeah. going to keep him happy. And then it, it worked for the crowd, too. So I played, and this lady comes up to me. Granted, I played, like, I want to say maybe, like, the verse, the hook. And maybe I was on the second hook. So I played yeah. it for a while. So I get to it, and she's just like, yo, what the fuck happened? Like, I told you to play merengue. At this time, she's drunk. And I'm like, oh, like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like, you know, so-and-so wanted this song. Like, you know, if you want, I'll play some in a bit. Like, you know, she's like well this fucking sucks and she just walks away so i'm like dude what the hell's her problem <laughs> like i was like damn no wonder this bitch single <laughs> so then she comes back like i want to say maybe before like maybe 10 minutes before midnight yeah. so this is kind of peak hour i'm dropping all the jams fat man scoop like all the classics party up dmx uh pet bull you know all the top 40 like shit so she comes back and she's like this music sucks. What the <laughs> like right in front of me. And I'm like, excuse me. And she's like, yeah, like you suck. Like, like no one's dancing. And literally everybody in there was dancing, like yeah. going nuts. And like, normally th- there's a casino night too. I forgot to mention that. And the dude was telling me, like when he told me the tr- uh, Calvin Harris song, he's like, yo, usually people don't dance until like 11 o'clock. It's crazy that you just started DJing and people are dancing right when you start. Like, yeah. You know, I had, like, a pretty good amount of people going in and out dancing. So he's like, damn, you're, you're really good. Uh, she's like, yeah. The, well, anyways, so this lady's like, yeah, this fucking sucks. Like, like you're trash. So I'm like, oh, shit. Salty the whole time. So then now I'm getting mad. And I'm like, dude, Aaron, calm down. I haven't got paid yet. I got a deposit, but I didn't get, I didn't get paid, you know, the day before like I do now. Uh, so DJs out there, if, if you want to not run into a situation like I did and you know, always get paid the day before and full if you can, if you can, and go from there. But anyways, so I told the dude, blah, 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 like, hey, like, this lady's tripping. And he's like, was it this lady? Like, he knew her name and everything. He's like, I'll deal with her. She's such a pain in the ass all the time. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me come down. Do the New Year's drop. I forgot what song I dropped back then. But it was a really dope song. Uh, nonetheless, we're, da- we're playing until 1 a.m., 
killing it. Dance were packed. At this point, the casino closed. Everybody's in there, butt cheek to butt cheek, just just <laughs> going ham, like ham. There's like those little props in the air. People are just, just going, losing it. I'm sweating. It's like back to back, just hitting them with bangers. And this lady comes and she's just like, oh, like, can you play uh, the O Beeper song? Yeah. yeah. Same Beep, chick? No, it's another girl. Oh, okay. So I'm like, yeah, I got you. She was cool. She was nice about it. Like, you know. I drop it. Everybody's like, oh, shit. Like, it's that beep beep song. <laughs> so then this lady, the other lady, the, the, the drunk lady who was talking shit to me comes back. She's like, you're fucking trash. Like, you're the worst DJ ever. Like, no one's dancing. I don't like this song. So I look, and there's a sea of people. Everybody, and then, like, I guess people saw what's going on. And they're like, hey, like, what is wrong with you? Like, you need to calm down. Like, everybody's having fun. Like... Like, good vibes, like, you have, like, bad energy and shit. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't give a fuck. So then I told the dude, I was like, yo, like, I cannot deal with this lady anymore. Like, you come get her. Talk to her. They end up kicking her out the venue. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that got to be crazy. Was she, was she anybody important or she was just... No, nah, some... she was just a part of the, the this uh, this group of people who pay monthly to... There's a reason oh, why she's single, on, but... <laughs> Anyways, so that's not it. Close it out, you know, hey guys, thanks for coming out. I forgot, I played like a slow song at the end and it, and it worked out. And I'd say my name, say what company I'm with. And uh, I was like, yo, like, y'all have a good night. And then bah, 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 everybody round of applause, this bitch is packed. So then the lady comes to me, right? And I'm just like, dude, I don't want to hear nothing this lady has to say. <laughs> nothing at all. Like, I thought they kicked her out. They kicked, yeah. they literally escorted her out with a security guard. Damn. So she comes back. I'm like, oh, this little troll. <laughs> And she's just like, she comes to me like all sad and she's like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, you know, I'm really sorry for like, like yelling at you earlier. I just think you should know that you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I lost my shit, dude. Because I thought she was literally apologizing. So I was like, she played it off so Bro, she well. bipolar. She bipolar. <laughs> she was like, you're a fucking pussy. Like. If you want to kick me out, you kick me out yourself. <laughs> so I just lost my, like, I wasn't even mad, bro. I thought that shit was funny. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, like, shit. And, like, right when she said it, the dude who hired me was behind her. He's like, no, you got to get the fuck out right now. And he, like, kicked her out in front of everybody again. Damn, But bro. that was my New Year's Eve horror story. And I, I didn't know how it could come. I Honestly, I didn't say anything back. I wanted to so bad. I was so pissed off that night. It's like sometimes you got to keep it professional, but it's like there came moments that I've definitely wanted to fight some people, like being in your ear all night, dude. <laughs> and it's like, like, it's the people that always think they know shit. It's just like, play this. I know it's going to work. And always when they, the shit that they want is going to clear the dance floor. Want some shit like that, dude. I be telling people, I'm like, yo, I'll play your song, but... If that shit don't work, I'm gonna shout you out and say you wanted me to play the song. <laughs> and then they then they second guess it. They're like, oh okay, never mind. Do you think it's like all DJs are assholes or people think we're assholes because of shit like that? Mm, I think it depends. I would say most DJs are more accepting of requests, but then they run into a lot of drunk people who don't have manners or um, know how to talk to people. Yeah. And then they become an asshole. Yeah, for sure. It's just like you do with this shit every night, bro. Just yeah, because like, I feel like I'm one of the most accepting of like, yeah, like you gotta requ- give me a second, like, or I'll be like, yo, I don't have it. And I think it's a sense of entitlement that people have nowadays due to technology and streaming. Um, as far as like having any song at the tip of your hands, like I don't want to listen to this next. Yeah, exactly. And I think I said this before, but like I even catch myself doing that when I'm listening to another DJ mix on Mixcloud. I'm like, all right, cool. It was dope. And I was like, oh, next. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm listening to a mix. Like, I'm an asshole. Like, so. But I, I feel that way, too, because it's like, as a DJ, of course, other DJs are going to do shit differently than you would. So it's just like, why the fuck did you put this in here? But it's just like, I, I still like hearing stuff from DJ, different DJs, get different perspectives. Yeah. Because, you know, nobody wants to hear the same shit. Everybody got to grow, especially New Year's shit, you know. And it depends on, like, where you're DJing at. Sure. If I'm DJing a mobile event, I'm going to be more accepting to a request and more nicer about it. Yeah. If I'm DJing a bar, I'm going to be more of an asshole about it. For sure. Because then you get that person, like, you're not even setting up. They're like, yo, you play a new Cardi? <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's 9 o'clock. I'm like, like bro, it's 8.45. <laughs> I have my la- you see a laptop here? 
Like, bruh, like, it's not my fault you came here drunk already, dude. I got to make this shit last till fucking 2 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. They don't understand that. And they're like, well, I'm going to leave right now. I'm like, all right, bye. You're just one person, bitch. (laughs) It's like, you want to hit me with a 20? Okay. I mean, yeah. It's like, it's it's some friendly drunk people just like, all right, yeah, show me love and I got you. But I I love people who have genuine manners and understand the dynamic of, of the club because I feel like either people don't understand or they're just drunk and don't give a fuck. Yeah, for sure. Because there's been people who be like, hey, look, I know you're DJing. Like, I don't want to bother you. But, like, you know, my wife really likes this song. Slide it in when you can. Yeah. They slide me, like, a five or something. Sometimes I'll be like, no, nah, bro, don't worry about it. Yeah. Or they'll be like, yeah, like, whenever you can. Like, they understand that dynamic of the DJ. Like, there's a level of respect. Yeah. And then there's some people like, I want to hear my song. If not, I'm going to leave with my friends. I'm like, well, fuck you and your ugly ass friends. <laughs> like, y'all want to hear fucking slow jams because your boyfriend just broke up with you. But this fucking peak hour right now. Exactly. <laughs> but that shit does not work out at all. But, I mean, um, I might try to get myself in the clubs more this year and stuff like that. And that's, I definitely. Are we talking uh, about resolutions? I mean, kind I don't of do sort you know, I'm not, doing I'm not doing resolutions. That's not I a fucking resolution. I say, I'm going to do more clubs in 2020. That ain't a motherfucking resolution. That sounds like it, Ian. That's just, that's a goal. All right, I like that word, though. <laughs> Everybody in their fucking timeline, like, oh, my New Year's resolution is to do this. Because I don't mean I'm trying to change some other shit. So I'm, I still like my other gigs, but I like to do more clubs. Same here. That actually get to experiment more and stuff like that. So that's that's the thing. What about you, man? Mm, are we talking about like DJ wise or just in general? Yeah, it's just DJ wise. It's a DJ podcast. We're gonna keep it <sighs> DJ friendly. Definitely be more consistent on the the podcast. <laughs> trying to get some uh, some artists in here, some DJs, and put out more content for sure. Uh, release a lot of mixes on my personal brand, DJ Crooks. I got a lot of content and mixes I'm, I'm sitting on. I was gonna release them all on Christmas. Then I decided call it the gift. Yeah, I don't deserve it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna release like one one a week and just try to be consistent like that. Because yeah. if you drop a bunch of content at once, I don't I don't think it hits as somebody who's just dropping like a mix once a week or something like that. I mean, you ain't Beyonce either, man. You can't just you know. Yeah, I, I'm not Beyonce. <laughs> so I gotta <laughs> I gotta hit them Facebook ads real quick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nonetheless, as a DJ, keep pushing out the podcast, do more events for the company. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. And then um. Personal wise, just try to get back into running. Boys gained weight a little bit, drinking too much. Days, man. <laughs> drinking too much uh, Jameson and Coke. Oh, for sure, man. So it's just like, yeah, that Jameson and Coke, and then what a late night Whataburger too. Bro. Yo, shout out to Whataburger, I love you. <laughs> the only thing I don't like about Whataburger is that the brunch burger is only available from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Because that shit it hits, it's good, but like. I'd be going up there. I, I went there at 11.05. Dudes was like, nah, we didn't have it. What? I was like, dude, it's just an egg. Like, literally tell somebody you've hit an egg and a hash brown and put it on the burger. They'd be like, no. Anyways, like this doesn't matter. <laughs> this is my own war that I'm going to pick with Whataburger. It's some damn dudes in Chicago fucking shit up. But <laughs> nonetheless, let's keep it strictly to, to DJing. Uh, as far as you, what, what do you think were the biggest hits of this year? Of this year? I mean, obviously, Old Town Road. Some, some shit, it came. It saw it, it conquered, and now move on to different shit. Um, but more relevant, um, what I'm gonna say, I think, what else did I have? Of course, Bad Bunny came out with some shit. Um, it's hard, man. It's a lot of music out there these days. 2019? 2019, yeah, for sure. Cause I mean, you know, you drop a mixtape every two months for coming. Dude, there's new music. <laughs> I barely checked out Jack Boys like the other day. Yeah, bro, it's it's a lot of shit. I like it, but it was only seven tracks. Really? Yeah, which I really liked about it. It was really short. I saw his clothes online, but I haven't got a chance to actually look at the, uh, listen to the music yet. Mm. So, dudes, he went from Cactus Jack and he got some new shit coming out. It's so, dope. I fuck with it. Yeah, but no turn, no Travis Scott. You know, he's gonna upcharge a lot of that shit. <laughs> He got to. What, he has to now. <laughs> What's been your favorite stuff? All right. So this is the difference between the biggest hit yeah. and my favorite shit. All right. So as far as the biggest hit of this year, I think I'm going to have to agree with you, Old Town Road. Yeah. Because everybody's like, yo, play that joint, play that joint, play that <laughs> joint. And I, it was just so annoying after a minute. Yeah. Because, I mean, it starts. It's all, It's always the little kids, bro. <laughs> the damn kids. <laughs> Anytime the little kids get involved. Oh, in sicko shit. mode. Oh no, hold on. 
So what was bigger, Sicker Mode, Mo Bamba? Well, Mo Bamba came out in 2018, right? Yeah. All right, uh, so we'll just cross that one off the list. I think yeah. I'm not Sicker sure. Sicker Mode's been out. Man, that was last year too. Well, two years ago now. For real? Well, 20. It was 2018. Let me say oh, okay. that. Yeah. Because I mean, it was. It was, of course it was big. The whole album was big when it came out. But I rarely hear drops. Um, you know, primetime shit now. But it still definitely holds weight when you play that damn gig. Mo Bamba? Sicko Mo. Mo Bamba's See, that's lost. why we're flat. I tried to play it for this year. It's like... Mo Bamba has lost his luster to me. It's mm. true. So, I mean, you can still get away with playing fucking... Um, what's the original OG shit? Cheap Keith. Before you can Mo do Sosa? Mo Bamba. Nah. No, no, uh, Finito. Finito. But only in the hood parties, though. Never playing that song again. You never playing it again. Why not? Played at a house party. Bitch got shot up. Oh, wow. I told you this story, right? Nah, I hear this shit. All right, I'm going <laughs> to keep it short. Essentially, was it? No, never mind. It was the wrong song. I think I was playing Walker Fuck It. Never mind. Ah, oh, shit. Hard in the Paint? It was uh, Hard in the Paint. And then I played Grove Street. The Grove uh, Street party. Motherfuckers felt gangster and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the news and everything. For I was real? DJing this little house party. Uh, me and a couple of other buddies of mine uh, were charging like five bucks at the door. Made so much money that night. Anyways, so a lot of people come, people from other high schools and whatnot. I went to Spring. So we had a lot of people from like DeCaney. Uh, what's that other school? This is another school. Westfield. Uh, all over the place. And essentially, uh, it was packed, and uh, I was playing too much crunk shit. There's a lot of wrong people there that shouldn't have been there. Uh, and essentially, shit popped off. My buddy got pistol whip. There was people getting shot at. Um, people were shooting cameras, and like a crowd of people. Like when the shooting occurred, I was in the front. So like everybody who was walking into the house, I was in the front room. So I'm DJing. Yeah. Uh, I would see them. And then I could also see the other room where everybody was at. They had, like, a big garage and, like, a big open, like, kind of patio area. Like, there's at least shit. 200, 300 kids. What the fuck? So when the shooting happens, I'm like, what the fuck? I pop, pop. I'm like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have played this song. Yeah. Pull it down. All I see is a crowd of people just through this one little door. Like, people are stepping on each other. Yeah. Like, girls are getting pushed down. Like, it's fucking nuts. Uh, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, what do I do? So I'm like, oh, my friends are over there. I just grab my laptop. I get under the table and just, like, hang out. Yeah. And then next thing you know, there's another shooter there. Pow, pow, pow. They're shooting at the shooters. What the fuck? So I'm like, oh, shit. So long story short, like, everything dies down. I find my friends. One of my friends got pistol whip by the shooters for trying to stop the shooters. Uh, the other one, another one of my friends got jumped by the shooters. What the fuck? And then, like, the shooters, like, left. And they were trying to shoot out because they had cameras at this residence. Yeah. Uh, this is a neighborhood. Like, this party was so popping, there was traffic getting into the neighborhood. It was some Project X shit. From yeah, yeah. Shit was. <laughs> so then I lived down the street, maybe, like, two, three blocks. And uh, I texted my dad. I'm like, yo, like, some shit popped off. He came as soon as he can. He said he had to wait in traffic just to get there. What the fuck? So... He says there's all he sees is kids running everywhere. People are hopping fences, cars are leap pulling out, all kinds of crazy shit. So then I'm like, damn it. So then I'm hiding in the studio because they had a studio in this, this particular house. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for the story, but it's the truth. And um, there's like four or five people in there. The, this is where the the shooting is still happening. There's active, you know, shit going on. And this girl's like, my friend Megan's outside, and I'm like. Where is she? And she's like, oh, she's outside. Like, I'm going to go back to get her. I'm going to open the door. Everybody's like, no. Like, do not open <laughs> that door. Like, we locked this door. And she's like, I'm going to open the door. And everybody's like, nah, fuck Megan. I'm like, yeah, fuck Megan. Like, <laughs> Megan's not in here. And she's like, Megan, like, let Megan in. And I'm like, yo, we'll let you out. But like. You ain't coming we, back in this yeah, shit. Yeah, because we locked the door and we're just trying to be secured. Because it's like, you, you let that shit open and everybody going to bum rush in. Like, oh, exactly. Because I, I only knew about the studio. Like, yeah. The only people who knew about the studio were the people who knew, like, the guy who owned the house and yeah. who set up the party. Yeah. So we got in there. There's only five of us. There's only one way in and one way out. And, like... Nobody's strapped. <laughs> yeah. So then I get out the room, the studio, and then by then, everything's there. I hear cop sirens. 
Uh, so it was so much traffic that my dad pulls up at the same time as the cops got there. Damn. Yeah. So granted, we're underage at this time. There's a lot yeah. of drink. Wait. Um, yeah, statute of limitations seven years. So I'm okay. Uh, we're underage. There's a lot of drinking going on. I didn't drink that night, by the way. I was DJing. Um, and then he gets there, and we're like, oh, fuck, we're going to get in trouble, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I go outside to the backyard. The whole fence is knocked down. What the fuck? Like, at least a good 50 feet of fence completely knocked down. Bruh. They fucking kicked down the fence. Bro, that shit's fucking serious. Yeah. <laughs> so I go home, you know, we talk to the homies or whatever. We kind of say what happened. We're trying to figure out who these, these people were. And then uh, we find out the next day... Uh, through Instagram that they found who the shooter was. Damn. This guy posted a selfie of him right before he went to the party with what he was wearing with a pistol. Come on, dude. Yeah, so dumb they actually ass. caught him through that. Bro, it's yeah. like people always get caught up doing dumb ass shit. Yeah, <laughs> and the worst part about it is like all the money we made, we had to pay it back to the owner to replace his cameras and fence. But why would you have to pay it as a DJ when it's well, just Well, because like- we were hosting the party. Oh, so it was like a group of y'all. Yeah, it was a group of us. And okay. I was like, yo, like, we're going to split it this much. I'll DJ. Like, this guy will be at the door. This guy's going to buy all the alcohol up front. So I, I, I still made, like, 250 after it was all said and done. But the rest that we were supposed to split, yeah, I had to, I had to give it back. Damn. Because we made, like, at least, I want to say, anywhere between 1,500 to two, two bands. Shit. Yeah. But this is like, y'all never thought it would be that crazy, though. No, 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 because yeah. we're charging at the door and we're, we're selling alcohol. It's <laughs> <This is> crazy. <laughs> Bro, y'all some innovative people in the shit. Yeah, so then after that, I stopped doing house parties. <laughs> Man, house parties is fucking dead. Like, especially high school days. house parties, like, yeah. crazy shit. Even now, though, I don't, I don't really trust house parties, bro. Yeah, so now I get PTSD whenever, like, <laughs> they want me to play Waka or, like, Chief Keith. Yeah, I mean, I understand. I ain't never been in a shooting, but motherfuckers start fighting, bro. I was like, I was like fuck, they finna fuck up my equipment. Nah, That's at that bullshit. point, you play the gayest song you can play. <laughs> you, you you play that kung fu fighting, oh, or you play man. Barbie Girl, because no one's gonna fight to that song. Yeah. I like, look, like, if you think about it, you're gonna be like, damn, they look so stupid, they're fighting the Barbie Girl. Bro, we, we, we motherfucking play gospel music now. <laughs> play that Kanye West joint? <laughs> Fucking go Kirk Franklin on as we fall down. <laughs> no gas. That's crazy. But yeah, sorry, that was my little tangent on uh, playing hood ass trap music. Hey man, I used to love the scene now, but uh, I like doing open format though. It's like playing hip hop and shit all the time. Kind of got old after a while. I think as you evolve as a DJ, you get tired of playing the same shit. Which is weird because like hip hop now is becoming top forty. Yeah, for sure. And then I get so pissed off, and they're like, yo, we want to hear Top 40, but no hip-hop. And I look at the billboard, and I'm like, what? All oh, this shit is on there, dude. <laughs> what you want me to play? Yeah, bro. It's just like, it's weird. I can, yeah, I can understand it in certain crowds. People still, Some people still don't fuck with it, but it's just like, if you pick me as a DJ, I feel like you should know kind of what I do in a certain sense if you pick me. Some of us don't like Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> I just fuck with you. Damn, bro. I can't wait for him to hear that shit. Damn. But, um, that's pretty dope, man. You know, um, but, you know, glad you had stuff. Uh, we both had great New Year's Eve gigs and shit like that. What time did you get home? I got home at like one. Damn, you got home early. My shit was like fucking over on time. And I was like, wait, it ended at 12? It ended at like 1230. Like I said, after the ball drop, like, you know, sober people and shit. You know, they're just like, oh, ball drop, time to go back home. Because I was playing, like, new shit, but I was also playing, like, 80s and shit. Like, my crowd was fucking all, all over the place nice. with everything. So I had a lot of older people with money. Bro, they had sections in the fucking place and everything. <laughs> See, now you want to be open format because you found out where the money's at. That's exactly where it is. <laughs> but I actually like this shit now. So, you know, even... So would you play country now? No, fuck that. <laughs> I, I, I got limitations still, you know. I got some like, fire-ass country edits to go down. I still drop Neon Moon, and I feel like, okay, let's get this song over with. <laughs> type situation, bro, because I feel like it's going to kill my vibe and the whole thing. But it actually works out in Texas. It's true. But uh, I feel like as DJs, especially, well, me in particular, I want to try to get some out-of-town gigs. And then oh, yeah. kind of be able to switch it up, man. Especially the L.A. scene. I don't know. That's like a... It's a touchy subject because I feel like a lot of DJs are just trying to go out of town. And I feel like from what I'm hearing from other people, like 
the market's going down as far as they're not paying as much yeah. nowadays. So, honestly, it's it's more of an experience thing because if you get an out of town DJ, they're gonna be like, oh yeah, we're paying for this, we're paying for that. You know, cut us a deal. You know, so and I'm actually cool with that, especially if it's it's like I'm not moving there, so I do it for this experience. Make I just sure hate you... traveling. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I hate the plane, but it's always the experiences once you get there is what's really Because you got to factor in those hours too. Like, all right, I'm gonna spend like a good fat thirty minutes packing. <laughs> thirty minutes. <laughs> thirty minutes driving to the airport. Thirty minutes back. That's two hours. Uh, I'm spending like another two three hours on the plane. You know, another two, three hours going to, like, hotel, getting food, walking around, just to make X amount of money and come back. And then you got to pay for your flight. That's if they don't pay for it. Yeah, I'm and not you're like, fuck, man, I could have just did the gig at home and, <laughs> yeah. you know, just went there and dipped. It's just, like, 20, 30 minutes from my house. Like, oh, for sure. So I guess it really depends. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's not an everyday thing anyway. So it's like, for that time, you'd be like, fuck it. What would you like to DJ? Like, like, if you could pick anywhere in the world, what would you DJ? In the world? In the world. Wow, um, I don't want to be basic now and just say L.A. or some shit. But, yeah, that's uh, basic. <laughs> maybe um, London or some shit. I, I like to, besides drill. I mean, I like what they do. I like what they R and B and selection shit. What'd you say besides drill? Besides I, drill, I don't like that shit. <laughs> so you don't like the new Drake joint? Hell no, that war shit. Yeah. No. Big team. Nah, fuck that shit, bro. That whole I don't. That top boy shit. It, it sounds bad, but I can't take. I can't take. Gangster shit serious in that accent. <laughs> you saw that video I sent you? No, I didn't see that one. Uh, I sent you a video. It's like a, it's a meme. That's like a, be like UK London drill gangsters be like. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to check this shit out. Yeah, dude. it's funny. They're like talking mad stuff. He's like, yo, I left you a sponge cake on the side of the road. <laughs> I can't trust anybody that eats beans for breakfast, dude. Beans? Beans and fucking pig's blood, like soupy beans, bro. I don't know what that is, but I do eat beans beans for in a, breakfast. Maybe in a burrito, but not not just on a plate or some shit. What? A lot of people eat beans on their plate. Bruh, that's that's that's, that's asking for some bullshit throughout the day. <laughs> what? <laughs> that makes no sense. It's like, yo, I can't trust nobody who eats mayonnaise. Like, that's well, that asking too. for some bullshit. No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> Damn, what do you eat, fam? I eat I eat fucking vegetables, bro. I'm a vegan now. That's bullshit. <laughs> As I ate a fucking burger before I got here. Shit. That's crazy. So as far as like 2020, what is like a project that you really like that's not really popular or just something you listen to on your own time? 2020? Yeah. Well, we got I mean, time. Uh, 2019, my bad. Um, See, yeah, I'm not... already ahead. I'm in the future. Well, I'm like, what you know that I don't know? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2019. I like a lot of unpopular shit. So um, I like Masego. He's really popping. Uh, with a lot of stuff, uh, the whole Trap House Jazz Movement, Free Nationals. Um, Kay Trinata just dropped a joint before the year, year was over and stuff. Bro, you saw Barack Obama's, like, top list? I didn't look at it, but... Bro, he had Kay Trinata, Migos. He low-key put me on some, some shit. Um, let's put it up right now. Oh, shit. What's that? Google Fresh and Ready? Insert the Jeopardy... Theme song music. Are <laughs> um. you put it on Twitter? Twitter. All right. So he's like, "Yo, from hip hop to country to the boss, here are my songs of the year. If you're looking for something to keep you company on a long drive or help you turn up to a workout, I hope there's a track or tune here that does the trick." Yo, Barack Obama's my president. Uh, so he has uh, Playing Games by Summer Walker. Whoa. Uh, In My Room by uh, Frank Ocean. The London by Young Thug, J. Cole, and Travis Scott. Pure Water by The Migos. Uh, Mood Forever by Beyonce. Suge by The Baby. Toast by Coffee. I really like that song. Yeah, that's That was probably my favorite song from 2019. Uh, Baile, Baile, Baile. By uh, J Balvin and um, Daddy Yankee and all them. Uh, Anybody by Burna Boy. Juice by Lizzo. Go DJ by Kay Trinata. Uh, the Blackies. It's Middle Child by J. Cole. Uh, Bins by Solange. He has a lot of... It's a good mix. Yeah. Uh, Con Otra by Rosalia. What? I don't know how to say that. 
That's like chick who did a song with Travis Scott, though. Do you think he still has like a team, like a? Bro, he has to. Because that's that's like uh, some shit right there. I think he does, but at the same time, Barack Obama's always kind of been like. What cool dude? Yeah, I, I can't imagine what. Not to get political, like what do you think Trump fucks with? Same shit he's been fucking with for the last fifteen years. I have no some, idea. Some, some. I can't even listen. The thing I can't imagine Trump listening to music. That's how bad it is. I have no like, idea. What like he, he listens to. to maybe like Frank Sinatra or some shit. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Nothing bad on Frank Sinatra. No, nah, but... he's about to get murked on here, boy. <laughs> bro, Frank Fly Sinatra is like a legend, bro. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Frank, but Trump looks like the motherfucker that enjoys some Frank Sinatra. Nah, I don't think he does. You listen to the fucking Russian tunes or something? <laughs> probably. He probably listens to like Leonard Skinner or some shit. Oh, nah, shit. not even that. So Trump's from New York, so he probably folks to like Bruce Springsteen or some shit. Yeah, boy, he waves his finger in the air whenever he listens to his shit. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> Anyways, not the shit on Dave Matthews Band. They have like one good song. Anyways, yeah, I thought that was really cool that he put that out. Yeah. That's, I think, you know, I'm glad it's like he's still he's not president but he's still fucking relevant now. I feel like he's more relevant than our current one yeah but right. yeah that's crazy I think for me like in 2019 I found out found out about this artist called uh, St. John oh yeah he's really dope I'm kind of late on him I got put on through him and through his uh, I want to say the person who manages him um, yeah. the guy uh, who founded uh, Rockefeller Records with Dame Dash and Jay-Z. Okay. Uh, Biggs Burt. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I was listening to a podcast with him because I'm always fascinated by, like, the Rockefeller story, how they started, like, what happened, you know, kind of what was going through their head at the time. And he was like, yeah, I got a new artist, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And for him to co-sign an artist when someone like that, like, co-signed Jay-Z is like, all right, this guy's probably on his shit. So I've yeah. been really fucking with his music. It's really melodic has trap stuff can uh, be emo too a little bit of emo stuff so which is weird because i feel like there's a new wave going into that yeah it's just like emo used to be like traditionally like some fucking punk rock or some other shit now it's transitioning more into hip-hop but i feel like the hip-hop version is more drug-induced than the other shit i would say so there's, there's drugs and everything though yeah for sure but which we, just we like, lost a lot of people this year like um, juice juice world so it's crazy but i mean it's weird because like hip-hop comes from disco yeah and a little bit of jazz and disco came from soul jazz and then i feel like edm comes from disco too yeah for sure which is weird and house music came first which was like some chicago shit yeah. And then it kind of went from there. And now that's our disco of our era. Yeah. The sure. big EDM shows. Like, oh yeah, we went to EDC. Our EDC is like our disco era. But would you even put it on the same level as like fucking. I'm going blank right now. Fucking um, Woodstock. Woodstock? Yeah, but now the the rise in technology and knowledge, like they're putting on bigger shows and yeah. Or I guess I would say Coachella is more of a livestock. Never been to Never been to Coachella. You plan on going anytime? I feel like I would do it once. I feel like there's a lot of bullshit involved in, in getting out there. Sounds like EDC, <laughs> <laughs> bro. EDC fucking like, cause we drove there, so just parking was really trash as far as like trying to leave. Oh yeah. Like imagine a bunch of like. I guess people that are, like, tired, sleepy, drunk, on drugs, <laughs> on the brink of, like, passing out, trying to get out of one place. Right. People are cutting each other off. People are wrecking. Like, there was, like, five, six wrecks every day. Uh, people would fall asleep while in traffic trying to leave. So it would just fuck up more shit. So it, it took you, like, a good hour to get out there. shit? It would take you, like, a good two hours to get out. Bro. So they would end that, like, they would do a sunset set, like, at four or five in the morning. Yeah. You wouldn't, like be able to leave until like another hour hour and a half you stayed just, out there that late just yeah we stayed there the whole time shit because you would get there like nine ten o'clock yeah for the prime people and shit basically right yeah bruh i'll be dead standing up you gotta do it <laughs> i say everybody has to do it once 
I don't know, man. I, I feel like I might do Coachella before that because of my music taste with everything. Just, uh, that's true. Yeah. But I say you have to go at least to one, like, just to experience it. Because, like, yeah. God forbid, like, what if, like, this EDM phase that we're going through, like, completely goes south and everything is rap. Your kids are going to be like, yo, like, did you ever go to EDC? You're going to be like, Bro, nah. Why, why, why I got to be go down to rap, man? <laughs> I mean, it might because I feel like a lot of the new stuff is more rap. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like like EDM had its rise in like back in the day and kind of shifted towards the end yeah. in 2012, 2013. Yeah. Now it's kind of making its way back. Now yeah. everything's shifting to rap. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like especially people like that high energy, high tempo shit, rap is never going to be in be able to replace that type of feeling that they look for. Unless you combine the two. Yeah. But it's like it's not a lot of talking in EDM music either. It's all a lot of chanting. Yeah. That's why Waka Flocka <laughs> adapted so well. Yeah, he just switched over real quick. People love it, and it's, it's, it's drug-induced. But there's more money. I would say there's more money in, in, in EDM. It is, at this point, just because they're producers, and it's like they can triple their income, and then they get Las Vegas residencies. It's the same thing with hip-hop, too. Yeah. You got places like Dre's Nightclub. Yeah, for sure. People who have residencies out there in Vegas. But I feel like those DJs don't get as much clout as the EDM DJs. Like, they have whole shows dedicated to EDM DJs. Oh, I mean, I'm talking about as far as, like, rappers. And oh, for I'm, sure. I'm for comparing sure, yeah. rappers to EDM big Producers big name. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, yeah, I definitely feel that way. It's always, I feel like always people are always going to have their niche with everything. And then it's always going to grow and evolve with everything. Because I don't re- you don't really see genres just disappear throughout the time you always just see stuff grow i feel like rock kind of disappeared for a minute like after the 90s it was like yo what happened yeah but i mean it's just like we don't fuck with it but somebody does i i genuinely like rock music but i feel like after the 90s like it's kind of like yo what happened like i don't hear heavy metal shit Nah, you don't hear heavy metal. i feel like because it was like 90s and there was the grunge grunge scene then it was like alternative rock and you had like three doors down all that other shit but now it's like what is like the new shit yeah for sure so if i listen to 94.5 which is the fm radio station here in houston that dedicates music to rock they're gonna be playing a bunch of old shit yeah because it's just like that's that's what they that's their prime time i agree with that i just wonder if forever's gonna come back it might no idea in a different element just like the whole old town road shit country's gonna change i know that country yeah like, they, they don't want it to, but it is. It's going to be a hip-hop country? Yeah, like, hip-hop is basically spreading its, you know, its veins and everything right now. And it's like, it's crazy because hip-hop is a mixture of other shit. So, yeah, it's a mixture. Uh, I mean, hip-hop is kind of a mixture of country, if you think about it. Yeah. Because country is basically soul music. It's yeah. the, the white The white man's soul music. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Talking about like how their women left them, their dog died. It's all depressing, bro. And it's just like they everybody feeling that shit. And I'm just like, damn. Damn. <laughs> that's why that's that's why I feel so crazy about playing country music in the club because it's just like they all no, feel you it. have to play the right one. Like you got to play like like my like Neon Moon's a hit. Like Josh Turner, why don't we dance? Uh, trying to think what else off the top of my head. Boot Scoot and Boogie. Uh, there's a there's a few like newer songs you can yeah. play, uh, but they're just so slow because exactly. I feel like they're either really fast or really slow, which is good because you can like double time them. Yeah. And there's some like in between that are like 100 BPM and some change. But I feel like outside the south, it's not gonna work. Like if you go no more than crowds, it might not work at all in some shit. It might just yeah. I don't think you can play country in, in fucking in New York. Like above Kentucky, it's probably not gonna fuck. It's with not gonna hit. It's just some <laughs> south shit, man. Yeah, for sure. And it's like I fuck with the south. The south is so innovative. At the same Is it though? Because I feel like we're late on a lot of shit. But as in Texas, yes. But you think about Atlanta and how they kind of like early hip hop, they took over shit. And with Outkast, and then now look at the, how the South is revered in music and shit. Houston's gonna blow up. Houston's gonna be the new Atlanta. It is. In like a couple years. Because everybody wanna move this bitch now. Because it's cheap. I need to buy a house for the shit that skyrockets. <laughs> Go be the same corner as everybody else and get a $1,500 fucking bedroom. I mean, one-bedroom apartment is <laughs> shit. I'm saying. So, with that being said, hit that subscribe. Hit that repost. Give a thumbs up. <laughs> Crooks is trying to buy a house. 
<laughs> every every ounce of support will help me in uh, buying a new house. That way, uh, I don't have to move somewhere else that I might not like. Yeah, and I feel like we we should showcase some local some local artists on this show. Pretty oh, soon. definitely. I'm in the works with that. Uh, I mean, I know me and you talk behind the scenes. Yeah. As far as like what artists we want to like, I guess try to get on the show and. I think for us, it's like evolving from a DJ podcast into a general podcast that's just about music and entertainment in general. Um, but yeah, a lot of big things are in the works. Uh, I mean, if you listen this far, thank you so much, because I know we're just, we're just out here talking shit. <laughs> but nonetheless, shout out to you guys. We got a lot of big things in the work. If there's any Houston artists or any artists in general like in the U.S. that you guys want to like hear about or want us to interview... Let us know in the comments. You know, we'll try to reach out to them and go from there. But yeah, I think that pretty much concludes our first host chat. I don't, I don't know if you got anything to say or anything you want to talk about. I kind of like this idea. Um, we don't always have to do interviews. I like this shit. I don't like interviews. Yeah, it's... it's I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're going to be like, well, fuck, I'm not going to show up to your shit. <laughs> no, sure. I feel like with interviews is like... They're either off the cuff or you got to do research about them. And yeah. then you got to, like, get on their schedule. And there's so many times where we, like, rescheduled because either my schedule doesn't work out. You're sch- we're trying to schedule three people in the same room that are busy. Exactly. So, so. I feel like uh, for Southern Vibes, we got some. We definitely have some new shit, new and exciting shit coming up. Oh, definitely, for sure. I'm trying to drop some merch. <laughs> hey, that would be cool, man. I'm wearing that shirt every day, bro. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Ian an AM production shirt. He hates wearing it. Hey, man, that's different, bro. It's, it's just, is it because it doesn't fit you? New Year's resolution. Get hey, your ass to the gym. It's that soft cotton, bro. That Speaking of everything. going to the gym, I'm about to drop a new mix pretty soon. I've kind of been slacking on my my, uh, my like bi-weekly workout mixes, so I'm about to get on that. Hey, man, you got to get as be as regular on the mixes like people get in the gym. So It's just so hard because it's like, damn, I got these events. Yeah, everybody so, got their New Year's resolutions, man, so you got to take advantage of Bro, I can't wait to the gym. Like, <laughs> Dies down again. I can't wait till all you fuckers <laughs> fail and start going to the gym so I can go and it won't be packed. Get skinny for 2020. All right, bitch. If you just signed up for the gym, don't go. I don't want you to go there because I'm trying to get in there. For sure, man. Yeah, don't overpack that bitch come February. I'll be in that Michigan. Yeah, and if you go to the gym, check out my uh, my series of mixes called Strictly for the Gym. Uh, we got some new stuff that we're going to be dropping on there. But, yeah, nonetheless, finally, this concludes our first host chat. If you like this idea of host chat, let us know. We just meet Ian. We'll get together on um, some other guests. It's not more of an interview, but kind of just talking about, you know, what we're doing on day-to-day, you know, what we think about New Year's, new artists, or any general questions that you guys want to ask us, let us know or email us at uh, southernvibescollective at gmail.com. But that's it, guys. We out. We out. Peace.